Gemara Shikalim Daftet. We are uh, on the Pet Amudbet. We're four lines on the bottom. Amar Bihanin Lugade Oraita. The log of the Torah. Tomanta Atikad the Mursayad the Sipuri is equal to a measure called the Tomanta, the old Tomanta. They used to measure the brine of the fish in Sipuri. Amar Biyona, the Hakam Nala. He says, uh, and I remember that vessel, even though now they don't use the vessel. He says, I recognized it. The better Biyanai, and I'm Mechilin Ba Dvash. Because in the house of the Biyanai, they used to measure honey in it. Yomara continues, Tane. Hatsi Sheminit Tabranit. Uh, half the measurement of a sheminit. Uh, the measurement is called a sheminit tabranit. Tabranit is of tabriyah. the old one. That's equal also to a to a rebiyit also. Amar biyuchanan haden haden didan who that hatsi sheminit that's mentioned in the brayta that's ours. Well, that's the one that they're using uh, today. So if that's the one they're using today, the Yomaraz Gnes, what they call the old one? Called Atika. We said, Hati Sheminit Tabranit Haishana. So the Yomaraz Venama Karile Atika. Why do they call it the old one? Min Begin Dehaba Biyomoy. After the fact it was in the times of Rabbi Yohanan, it's not the old measurement, it's the current measurement. So Gemara says, because that measurement uh, changed over time, and then eventually went back to the old measurement, and that's what they're referring to. Although it's the current measurement now, but that's after it fluctuated a few times, and then went back to the original measurement, which was equal to a log. It de'amre de'avad ze'ela Some say that originally the measurement was small, and then it got bigger. And then in the times of Yohanan, it got smaller again. And therefore, we say it's the old one. And not the new one that got bigger, because that's not equal to a log. That's one version of what happened. Some say uh, it got uh, smaller, but it did not uh, get smaller to the original Shi'ur that it was. Uh, until it got uh, to the measurement in the size of the Buhanan, where it was, so it's gradual. There was a shiur, and then it got bigger, and then it, uh, it, gets, it got smaller and smaller over the time, until it got back to the original, the original shiur. Kamau shiur shel kos, Rabbi Yosef, Bishim Rabbi Yosef, Ben Pazif, Rabbi Yosef, Ben Badi, Bishim Rabbi Shimuel, which means, how do you measure a kos? We know a kos, we said yesterday was Rabbi Eight, but how do you measure it? See, what's the volume of the course that you'll know if you have a certain volume that you know that you can fit a riviyat? So the Gemara says the formula: Etzpaim, al Etzpaim, al Rum, Etzpa, Etzpa, Omechsa, Oshlish Etzpa. There are two Etzpaim by two Etzpaim, two fingers by two fingers. Let's length and width. Rum, 
the height of the course is etzba or mechsa, or shlish etzba. Exactly. We saw this already measurement uh, uh, before. We figured it out uh, as well. Tani yavesh kezayit devre rabbi natan. Oh, now we get to a new point. If you find, uh, let's say on Shabbat, where we said if you carry on Shabbat. Carrying on Shabbat, we said, what was the shoot of Yayin? We said, if it's Yayin, high, it's Rova Rivayit. And we said, if it's Yayin Mazug, it's Rivayit itself. Now we're talking about congealed wine, where it's uh, dry. What's the shoot of dried wine? So when I says, Tane, Yavesh, Kezayit. Devre, Rabbi Natan. Why do you say a Kezayit? In fact, we're going to explain, because when it turns back into a liquid, a kezayin of dry wine will turn into a rivayit of, 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 um, of liquid. Rabbanan de Kesare, the rabbis of Caesarea, the Rabbi Yosef bar Vibai, Meshem Shemuel, they said, Atya de Rabbi Natan, ke Rabbi Shemon. Rabbi Natan that just said a kezayin of yayin, that's following the Bishimon. What did the Bishimon say? So he gave a rule. Kemad the Bishimon Amar Birbi'it Ken Amar Abinatan Birbi'it Lishikras Viebo Kezayit. The Rebi'it of Yayin, the Bishimon said. Where did they get the Rebi'it? The Rebi'it, if it dries up, it comes to the shoot of Kezayit. So basically, uh, a Rebi'it in liquid measure is equal to a Kezayit in dry measure. So that's why. Uh, he agrees with uh, Rabbi Shimon, and that's where he got his Zashita uh, from. Rabbi Simon, Meshem Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi, story time. Ma'aseh, Beperdat Rabbi Shemeta. The Perdat is the donkey or the mule of Rabbi, it died. Vetiharu et dama Meshum Nevela. And we know that a Nevela, that's a dead carcass of an animal, it exudes Tumat, Tumat Nevela. Here the animal had blood coming out of it. And they said that the blood that came out of it is Tehorah. Does not have a deen of Tum'at. Nevela. Vesha'al Rabbi El-Azhar et Rabbi Simon. So Rabbi El-Azhar went to Rabbi Simon and said, Ad Kama. Which is how much blood comes out that still remains Tehor. Meaning is there a cutoff point? Is there a certain shoot that after a certain amount the blood it becomes Tamer? Vela Ashkahbe. Rabbi Shimon didn't pay attention. He didn't answer the question. Ush en Rabbi Yeshua ben Nevi. So Rabbi Lazar went to the source. He went to Rabbi Yeshua ben Nevi because Rabbi Shimon was quoting Rabbi Yeshua ben Nevi in the story. He says, you don't know the answer, I go to Rabbi Yeshua ben Nevi. V'amaleh ad v'yai ta'or. Yotr me v'yai ta'me. So he gave him the shiur. He said, it's a cut of point, it's a v'yai ta'or. Once it's a v'yai ta'or over there, it exudes to ma'ar. Ubaesh Rabbi Eliezer Adala Azar Leh Rabbi Simon Shemuata, and uh, he was angry that uh, Rabbi Simon. Uh, 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 why didn't Rabbi Simon answer the uh, answer the question? Which is Rabbi Eliezer was upset. How come Rabbi Simon, who obviously learned this from Rabbi Yoshua, because he was uh, he quoted him? Why, why, why couldn't he answer when I asked him the question? Why didn't he give him a, uh, a clear answer when he asked him? The Gemara doesn't tell us why he didn't give him an answer. But he just didn't give him an answer. 
which is he must have learned it from Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, and Rabbi Yeshua had the answer. So why, why, why didn't he give an answer? He didn't know the reason. You think? Okay. Rabbi Baya Bayatid Matneh Hadin Ovda. Okay, Rabbi Baya was telling the story. They were telling the story over about the uh, the, the mule of Rabbi and uh, how it uh, died and was bleeding, and they said the blood is tahor. But uh, Rabbi Baya didn't get into the details of how much blood was coming out and how much was tahor and how much was tameh. Amad Rabbi Tzad Bar Bisna. So Rabbi Tzad Bar Bisna is going to come and tell him, oh, "What's the shiur?" Ad Rabbiit Tahor Yoter Mikan Tameh. And he, he thought of this. He said, "Is it Talui Beriviit?" Rabbi Tzad Bar Bisna is telling uh, the rabbi, Rabbi Bai, uh, "Is that the cutoff point of Beriviit?" Ubaad Be. Rabbi Bai, come on, get out of here. Let me ask some questions. He, he pushed him away. Amalir Bizerika. Bizerika says, "What do you want?" He asked a good question. So he pushed him away for asking a good question. That's the reward he gets for asking a sheila tova. He said a halacha. He wants to know the, the parameters. He asked a good question. You push him away. So Amalir says, "No, no, 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 please don't." Uh, don't judge me. There's a reason why I pushed him away. My mind wasn't settled. I didn't have the head to give answers at that point when he asked me the question. My mind was uh, preoccupied. So therefore, I, I, I pushed him away. Why, why, why was he preoccupied? So when I says, why? The Amar Rabbi Hanan. Amazing. In the curses, the Torah is talking about that a person's life is going to be suspended. Which means you're not going to know what's going to be. You're going to be uh, uh, dependent on, uh, you know, factors of, 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 of life. And when a person is dependent on things, and he doesn't know if those things are going to, uh, you know, happen, so he gets nervous. And he's, uh, he's apprehensive. And he's, uh, his, his mind is, is, is worrying. What's going to be? What's going to be? So the Gemara tells examples of, you know, people that are going to be under this curse of the Shalom. So it says, Zeh A person that has to buy his wheat for the year, that he's so nervous that he doesn't know, you know, what's going to be. So therefore he's got to stockpile the wheat. The best guy is the guy that lives day by day, and he doesn't have any, any, any pantry in his house, then he goes to sleep comfortably. The next morning he goes gets food. Then he's not worried about tomorrow. That's the best guy. <laughs> but a person that needs to, you know, uh, this would be in our uh, terminology. Uh, uh, you know, not somebody that you know he already is. He's uh, he has his kid's college fund already collected when, when, when the kid's three years old already. Well, it's going to be. So he's got a, He's preparing all these things from before. So he's nervous. And you're going to be scared. Day and night, day and night. It's also a problem. Guy doesn't buy in big quantities, but he buys in small quantities. And you're not going to have any trust in your life. Where a person has to go to the baker every day to get his bread. Which means he cannot buy for a couple of days. And uh, he, he lives um, from today to tomorrow. So what's the problem with that? So he's nervous. He doesn't know what's going to be. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going to be. The anas the He says, "Which I tell you, I'm that guy. I rely on the baker. 
And because I rely on the bank, I don't know what's going to be tomorrow. So therefore, I don't have my. I wasn't. Uh, you know, I was nervous, so I couldn't answer the question. He was worried about the bread that he has to go to the baker. So therefore, he asked me a question at that time when he was thinking about his panaza. He told him, "Get out of here!" He was pondering whatever it was. Umau kedon. Okay. What's the halacha regarding dam nevela? The dam of a nevela, which we just made a cutoff point. Dam nevela up to a nevi'i tahor. After a nevi'i tamet. You want to answer halacha lemase? Umau kedon. Ya'id bi Yoshua ben Petorah Adam nevela shu tahor Finished Now it sounds like from Rabbi Yoshua ben Petorah It's tahor legamre Adam nevela arukeet Kezayit, tat kezayit The blood is always going to be tahor Ma'u tahor Now when you said tahor What did you mean tahor? There's two understandings of tahor Tahor could mean that it doesn't have the ability to be machshir. Remember, we learned that there's seven liquids. What are the seven liquids? Yad, shachat, dam. That's a shetevot. Yad is yayin, dam. Shachat, shemen, which is shemen zayin. Halav, tal, shachat. Dam, dvash, mayim. So you see, these seven liquids, if they fall on the fruit willingly, now that fruit becomes susceptible to receive tum'ah. We always think, what's the difference? If a shenit touches a piece of, a piece of fruit, tameh. No, it's got to be mukshar first. It's got to be prepared with one of these liquids. So the Yomara saying, that which we said, dam nevela, is tahor. Ma'u tahor, tahor melehakshir. Meaning that's not considered blood that has the ability to be makshir. Oh, however, about the tamot, metameh, but to be metameh, metameh, dam nevelaza, dam nevelah. We were only saying that which the rabbi said tahor. It's only the yan preparing, echshir, preparing them. Look at the look at the taklin. Yaid to be Yeshua ben Petora. Shoot up. You don't find it. I'll just read it out loud for you. Initially, it sounded like the Petora was saying it's Tahor. I don't care even more than the Then the Gemara pushes that away, rejects it. It doesn't have a status of a Mashke, this blood. A regular nevela is metameh b'shiur kezayit. That's why we're saying a revi'it of dam, which is the equivalent of a kezayit, of basar, so in a chrameh, it'll be tameh. That which the rabbi said tahor, that's a hekshara'lo. That even though blood is one of the seven, but not blood that comes from a nevela the way it came out. Taman taninan. We learned in Mishnah in Machshirin. Dam asheret. Kibsaro. What does that mean? The blood of the Sheretz follows the law of the flesh of the Sheretz. Sheretz is a rodent, which is Tameh. What do you mean the dam is like the flesh? It exudes Tum'ah, but the blood does not Makshir. And there's nothing like it. What do you mean there's nothing like it? We just said over here, Dama Nevela. 
Oh, so it must be we understood it wrong. Because you just told me Dam Nevela doesn't makshid, but Yemetameh. But we just have a Mishnah that talks about the Dam of the Sheretz. And over there it says Dam of the Sheretz. It's Metameh, but it's not makshid. And there's no other example like that. Well, what do you mean we just said an example? So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. What we meant there's no other example like that is the following. Kishi'ur tum'ato. Which means the Shi'ur of Dam. Sheretz is unique. That what? Because Sheretz, what's the Shi'ur of a Sheretz that's metameh? Not Kezayat. Right. Sheretz is metameh ke'adasha. The size of a lentil. And therefore, when we say over here, uh, um, that normally the Shi'ur is ka'adasha, and then we say, um, the blood will be the same uh, shi'ud as the adasha. You never have something adasha. Although you do have that formula that it's not makshid and it is mitameh, but there the shi'ud is nevi'it and kezayat. Which is all the Gemara was saying, you don't have a shi'ud that the dam is like the basar in a ka'adasha scenario. Although you'll have that relationship between hikshid and Tumah in a higher uh, shiur. That's all we'll say. So we have no, we have no problem. Right. The dam of a sh- well, the dam of a. The dam of a Not machshir. Not machshir. Dam of shiur is considered machshir. Taklin. מתמה ואינו מכשיר ואין לנו כיוצא בו משמע דאמרינן כשאין מכשיר אינו מתמה right, it's משמע that when it's not מכשיר it's not going to be מתמה ומדאמר טהור אם כמוכר דלגמרי טהור אף לתמה דלמה לשיעור תומתו שדאמה שרץ מתמה בקעדשה כבשר השרץ נשאי כדם נבלה אין לו כמסן נבלה בכזית אלא ברביעית אבל ברביעית על כל פנים מתמה אף אגב דאין לו מכשיר מתמה ואין לו מכשיר all he's saying is it's different in the שיעורים that this שיעור over here לגבי שרץ they got you on a on a on a, on a uh, kadasha. That just like the basar is kadasha, the dam is uh, is is, is going to be that shiur as well. The tameh, but it's but it's not makshir. Mashik, we have other things that are tameh that are not makshir. Like what? Like nevela. It's just that over there the shiur is a nevirit. Yeah, and that's what he says over here as well. Aval damo tameh kipsaro prenich nameh. Damo metameh kifsaro, which means the dam of Nevela is metameh kifsaro. Amar Rabbi Yosef, peligi batren amoraim. Oh, now we have a machlok between two rabbis on this. Hadamar tameh, vehadamar tahor. Some say blood of Nevela is tameh when it gets to Nevi eight, and some say tahor legamre. Man damar tameh kerbi Yehuda. Yeah, we had the shita earlier that he was the one that said that the cutoff point is Rivi, but more than Rivi will be Tameh. Man damar tahor kerbi Yosua ben Betorah. Remember, we had the first rabbi to be Yosua ben Betorah when he made his original statement. He just said dam nevela tahor. It was mashma from his statement tahor, no matter what the size was. So now we're finding already that the zamoraim 
That say that she does well. The Gemara comes along and concludes this suya and says, "Amale Rabbi Abduma, demind nachota viyaut." Yes, it's you're correct. The Rabbi Yehuda, who is Rabbi Yehuda? Moraina, Moriana de Benesiyahava. Rabbi Yehuda was the official posek of the house of Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. And remember, we had the story of Rabbi Yehuda Nasi with his uh, mule that died, and they came along and they gave the haluk between the vayit and not the vayit. That must have come from Rabbi Yehuda. Because Rabbi Yehuda was the posek of the house of Rabbi, all the Shailot came to him. So you're right when you said that the Amora, the Amora that goes with the Rabbi not the must be Rabbi Yehuda. Because he was involved in that story of uh, Rabbi's mule. And therefore you're correct when you say that Rabbi Yehuda was the, was the rabbi. Okay, now we go back to what it said in the Mishnah. Remember we learned that the guy goes into the treasury to, 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 to collect the Shikadim, to put them in the boxes. He cannot go in with a ham, or with pockets, and with tefillin, and with a kamiya, and all this uh, stuff over there. So the people don't think that he's, uh, you know, if he, if he becomes poor, they say, ah, he became poor because he stole. If he becomes rich, he became rich because he stole. So therefore, they don't want him to have any suspicion. Shemei ya'ani v'yomru. Tanad v'bedi v'yishmael. Kavuts. The guy's long hair. Lo yitrom. Why? Nehashad. You're going to say, ah, of course. He's got long hair. He's, he's sticking the shikanim in the braids. Tane ha-gizbarin ayum mefastesin bekilkilin. Which means when they used to go into the to the to the lishkah, to the treasury, they made sure that there's no, all the strings that are hanging from their uh, suit, they separated them. So nobody should think that they're going to hide anything underneath them. And they would talk to the guy from the second that he went in till he left. Why? So he can't put stuff in his mouth. Because he's going to put things in his mouth. Like we saw by Lavan. He thought Yaakov Aminu had stuff in his mouth. So therefore they talked to him. So the Gibraltar said, We have to talk to him. We have a better solution. Why don't they just fill his mouth with water? Let him fill his mouth with water. And tell him he can't swallow him. Let him walk in there with his mouth filled with water. So the Gemara says, good idea, we have a technical problem. He's got to make a beracha. You know how the ladies, when they take, uh, when they take uh, the halal, she has to make a beracha, this guy, when he takes a turuma, she has to make a beracha with water in his mouth. So there were technical problems, he came back to Barakah. Okay. Rabbi Shmuel ben Nachman, Bishim Rabbi Yonatan. But Torah, Benabiim, Beketuvim, Matsanu, Shadam, Sadiq, Latset, Yedem, Beriot, Kedirik, Shud, Sadiq, Latset, Yedem, Makom. You see three times in Tanakh that just like you have to be clean in the eyes of God, you have to be clean in the eyes of the people. Where do you see it? But Torah, Minayin, Dikhtiv, Yitim, Nikim, Hashem, Israel, the Ferush. That was what Benegar and Benede Uven. You have to be clean in the eyes of God, the eyes of the people. When we imminai dichtiv, el Elohim Hashem, the Israel who yeda. That was talking about when the two and a half tribes were on the other side of the Jordan, and Bnei Israel went into Eretz Israel. All of a sudden, they look across the Jordan and they see these stones that were erected, and they thought that they were doing it for Abu Dazara. 
So they wanted to go to war against them. Meanwhile, they erected these stones over here as a, like a commemoration to the Torah. They wrote the Torah on the stones. And therefore, it wasn't a bad thing. So the Benegad and Benegad were going to come back to the brothers and say, no, 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 just like we're cleaning the eyes of God, we're cleaning the eyes of the people, and they explain themselves, and therefore they should be rid of Hashan. Which pasuk out of all three is the uh, is the best one? So you should be clean. The reason why this is the best one is because it's not limited to a monetary case or an avodazara case. So other pasukim are limited to the stories. And the other pasuk really just says umsachen. You should find favor. Doesn't really say you should be clean. So the most, the most clearest pasuk that includes all the situations is Vitindikim Mashimum Yisrael. Okay, now we go to the next Mishnah. Shilbet Rabban Gamliel Yanichnas Meshiklo Ben Esbeotab Uzrakod Afnei Torem Baturem Metkavenu Tchafol Toch Akupa. We learned this already. The family of Rabban Gamliel they wanted their coin to actually go into the kupa. Let's review what happens. They had the treasury. Everybody throws their shekel into the big pot. Then the Kohen goes in the first uh, season, the three seasons. He goes uh, before Sapesa. And he takes the treasury. And he empties these coins into three, three baskets, three kupot. Each one had three se'in. Now what does he do with the leftovers that are in this treasury? This becomes shirayu. These are not suitable now for ma'asita shekel. It's leftovers. The leftovers that they cover it up, we'll see. And they don't use it for Marashita Sheikh. It doesn't matter because when they collect it, they collect it on that and all the monies are considered from all Ta'i Israel. So therefore, but Rabban Gibbard didn't want his coins to get stuck on the bottom, to be left. He wanted his coin to actually be used. So when they were emptying out the treasury and they were putting them into these boxes, he would come in, take his coin, bink, and he would flick it into the, into the box. The Gibran is going to say, he didn't have to do that. He, he's covered even if he doesn't do this. But he wanted his money to actually be used for the to the Qurban itself. When he empties the treasury, it's got to be done with the protocol. He comes and he says to the people that are watching, Etrom, should I empty it out? They tell me, Etrom, Etrom, Etrom. Shalosh pa'amim, Taram et Arishona, Shalosh Pamim, period. Taram et Arishona, the Hippab Katabla Iot, Hashinia, Hippab Katabliot, Hashinishi, Loaya Mehape. He emptied the treasure out, the treasury out, the first time. Now there's leftover coins, because there's so many coins in the treasury, it, it, it's, it's more than nine se'ah of coins. He's, he's just filling up three, three boxes out of Bedgima. What about the leftover coins that are in the bag, in the, in the treasury? He takes a leather sheet, a leather cloth, whatever it may be, and he covers them. Why does he cover them? The Mishnah is going to explain, because those coins you don't want to use anymore. You can't use those anymore. Those coins are now officially called Shiraim. Yeah, but where are you going to get the coins for the next season? Well, people are still donating. So whatever's on top of the leather, they just throw it in. That's like a system of divider. So whatever's on top of the leather is considered Taklina uh, Hantin. It's okay. Then they empty out the second round, and then what do they do? 
they cover they cover it again because they don't want those to be whatever they pulled out they pulled out that's it so therefore now they cover it again after the third time you have to cover it because you're not going back so therefore you know whatever's left in the treasury is considered Shidayim and we'll see what they did with the Shidayim but they couldn't use the Masita Shekin don't get nervous and say hey what do you mean that means it's possible the guy gave his Masita Shekin and it never got into the, into the into the box you have to worry every coin is given al da'at kol Yisrael so if everybody has a chalik in every coin so it doesn't matter whether it got in or not mm-hmm. the Mishnah says why did they have to cover the uh, the treasury maybe they're going to forget maybe they're going to go back and take the old coins that they shouldn't have instead of taking the new ones so they cover it up just in order to have a, a divider taram et arishonah l'shem eres Yisrael which means the first teruma, the covenant of the Queen Gadol or the Queen or whoever was collecting was what? Because probably the people that live in Eris Israel they got their Shekalim in early. So then what the covenant for the first round was for them. And then the second round was for the cities around Eretz Yisrael, or around uh, 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 Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, the, the, those cities around Eretz Yisrael. And then the third one was for the, the far off cities, Babel and Madai, and all those places. Okay, now we go to the Gemara. Shilbet Rabban Gamliel. We said Rabban Gamliel, they had a tradition. What was their tradition? They would go in and flick the coin in themselves into the kupa. Gemara says. Oh. Let's say a guy has two piles. Two piles of fruit in his uh, backyard. <laughs> if I take Tiruma from this pile in order to pretend that pile, it works. I don't have to take Tiruma from every pile. I can be Torim on this, system of Tiruma. I can take Tiruma from this to that. The Gemara's question is, what's the difference? Why do you have to get his coin into the box? Once already they're taking from this box, it's put in everybody. Even those coins that are not in the box. Just like if I take Tiruma from over here, it's put in the, 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 the pile over there. So the Gemara answers, Anaha, Drua, Hilahem, Shloyekorban, Mitkarev, Ela, Mishilahem, Tehila. They wanted to start off the process. They wanted their coin to be in. Anaha, they want uh, their money to be it's a zirizut it's a you know a movement zvah they want it to be the so they went they did it Tane Shamat etakatam liyot nasukulan shirayim yeah that's for sure you have this uh, box over here they emptied it out there's some leftover coins so what did we say they did they took a leather sheet and they covered the coins and now they added new coins on top of it that's called the taklin hatin the new shikalim which are for the next round the problem is, let's say, this leather item slipped out. Mm. It slipped out, now all the coins are mixed up. Mm. So the din over there is, now sukulam shidayim. Wow, so there's a pasul. Don't ask what, what you do. If it's all got mixed up, they'll become shidayim. The Gemara says, Tani, shilishit, hi aita ashida shibikulam. Shayuba estarayot shil zahub, vedarkanoyot shil zahub. Remember we learned on yesterday's daf that, or two days ago, whatever it is, that people that live far away, 
Right. Now they have to carry, they used to send the Shaliyah, okay? You know, Badai has all these uh, Shekalim. So they would send the messenger, here's a, a sack full of Mahzita uh, Shekels, go carry it to Jerusalem. Meanwhile, the guy's carrying these coins, too heavy. So what does he do? He cashes them in for gold coins. It's easy to carry. So usually the gold coins would come from the far off countries that were concerned about the, the weight. So therefore the Gemara is giving a fact that the third round you always had, was called the richest round. Not that there was more money, but you got more gold coins in the yeah, you got more gold coins in the mix. So if you're looking for the gold coins, that's when you're fat. It's rich in the in, in the in the in the in the metal that they, they collected. Maybe the quantity was not uh, the richest, but the, the most gold coins were found in the third uh, round because that's what's coming from Mekomota de Tani. Taram etarishona l'shem Eretz Yisrael u'shem Kol Yisrael. Shniyah l'shem Kedachim u'Mukafim u'shem Kol Yisrael. V'shlishit l'shem Babel u'Madai u'l'shem Midrot Arachokot u'l'shem Kol Yisrael. Kanareh, they wanted to have a more specific Kabbanaz a little better. And I assume that the early, early Shekhanim was from the closer people. So they said, this is the Shem, Eretz Yisrael. But they had to add, Ushem Kol Yisrael. Because if they only say the Shem Eretz Yisrael, then uh, not everybody has a Chalik in the Korban, Korban Tzibur. And the Yom Kogah said it later. So to cover everybody else, they have to say, Ushem Kol Yisrael. Tani. Natal Minarishona. Okay. Now you have three kippot over here. Now we would have assumed. Well, first of all, the Gemara is going to tell us a system that we would not have figured out. You have three three boxes over here now. We said Aleph Bet Gimel or Alpha Bet Gamma, and it has over there. It's filled with with coins. Now we would assume they would start with Aleph, empty it out, go to Bet, empty it out, and if they have to get the Gimel, they get the Gimel. They follow an order. They did not do that. They want to use all the boxes. So therefore, they don't finish Aleph. Because if they're going to try to finish Aleph, they might not have to get to Betugimal. And they want to use all three. So I was going to say, they collected from Aleph, they left some leftovers, and they went to bed, and they left some leftovers, and they went to Gima. Now, if they finished Gima, then they would go back to Bet, and they would go back to Aleph. Right. That's what they did. Aleph and Gima, then Gima and Aleph. That's the system that they collect. Then they read that inside. Tane. Natal menarishona. Apatish yes barishona. Even though there's some leftovers in the Rishona, notel menashiniya. He goes to the second one. Natal menashiniya. He goes to the second one. Apatish yes barishiniya. Notel menashinishit. Even though there's leftovers in the second one, he goes to the third one. Shalma shinishit. Once the third one is empty, Jose Lashiniya. He goes back to the second one. Shalma shinia. Once the second one is finished, Jose Lishona. Shalmu Shiloshtan. Oh, now you got a problem. That big mahlukat. There was a, either the 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 the, 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 the were expensive or whatever it is, they ran out of Shikalina. And it's you gotta wait till the next uh, the next, uh, you know, the Tirumatan. So, oh, so you go back to the treasury. Only problem is the Ketab Laot on it. Now, whatever's under the Ketab Laot, we said already, is Shirai. And the Shirai really are Basul. So now what do you do? So we're looking. So it's Hosev Veshokel. Hosev Veshokel. Fine. Don't take the stuff underneath. Take the stuff that's 
on top, which is every day. So there's a fourth. So there would be a fourth. Yeah, uh, emergency fourth uh, uh, thing, which means. Every day people are handing in their taxes. <coughs> the taxes are always being collected. So they would go, 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 go to the, the place on top. That's the Bimir. However, I'm sorry, that's Jose Bishokel, that's Tarakama. Bimir Omer, Jose Bishidayim. You can go under the, under the, under the ladder. Why Ashidayim? Sheher Bimir Omer, Mo'alim, Ashidayim, Shema Yitzarkun Ahem Basof. That means the Shidayim still have Kiddushah. How do we know? He says, yeah, Mi'ayla, you're Mo'ayl. If you use Oshidayim, because in their brain, yeah, in their brain, they're thinking, that listen, although we emptied out the, the Nishka, and we covered them up, but in their brain, they're saying, we might come back. We might come back to these, because if we run out, we're going to need them. So their minds are never off the Shidayim. So the Shidayim still have Kiddushah of Ma'asit HaShayakir. The point is, you can use them in a... In a, in a, in a, in a, in a Oh, the point is, they still have kedusha. That's the proof. Yeah, that's the proof. That's the proof that they still have kedusha. If you say the shiraim are done with, so if I go take the shiraim and I go buy a coffee with it, I'm not moel. But if I am moel, that means it's still kedusha. So he's proving it. We mean old. It's still merilad that. That means the shiraim are done with. That's the way they did it. That's the way they did it. That's the way they did it. As a Ronnie, they weren't in they weren't, they weren't in the restaurant business. They didn't have to do it. They're, 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 they'll come to bed with that. They'll institute a new system, which I tell you. Okay, now Mr. Aishani. Dechen Ayyad Abi Pirhaz bin Yair Omer. Abi Pirhaz used to say, once we're mentioning over here, Vitim Nikim Hashem. So we're going to mention that Habib uh, Pinhas used to give the order in life how to reach Ruha Kodesh, Tayat Abitim, Giluyil Awanavi. So he gives you the formula start with this, and then get to this, and then get to that, and then get to this. Eventually, Rabbi Moshe Haim Lutzato would write a book called Mesilat Yisharim based on this paragraph of Habib Pinhas. Mibrahad doesn't give you any details. He just says the following. Zirizut nikiyut. Now the other Gersawat, they have a one before that. Zahirut brings to Zirizut. Okay, well, I, don't, I don't know what Zahirut is. And I don't know what Zirizut is. Although I think I know what Zirizut is. But Zirizut brings you to Nikiyut. I don't know what Nikiyut is. So what Rabbi Moshaim Sato did was, he defined each one of these terminologies into three chapters. He explained first what the uh, Midah is. And then he explained the Bafsidim. Uh, that, you know, if you do these things, Aleph Bet Gimal, you're going to run away from the Midah. The Midah is not going to be with you. And then he told you how to acquire it. And then he goes to this whole, uh, 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 his whole book is based on this Yerushalmi. It's a Babli as well. Nikiyut, Mibiyali de Tahara. I'll, I'll explain to you quickly. I'll give you an overview. The way Mr. Shidim explains it. But let's just read it. The Kiyut brings you to Tahara. Tahara mevi'ali de Kedusha. Kedusha mevi'ali de Anava. Anava mevi'ali de Yiratchet. Yiratchet mevi'ali de Hasidut. Hasidut mevi'ali de Ruach HaKodesh. Ruach HaKodesh mevi'ali de Te'ayat HaMetim. Te'ayat HaMetim mevi'ali de Eliyahu HaNavi. Eliyahu Zakonatov. Zirisut mevi'ali de Nikiyut. How do you know that Zirizut brings you to Nikiyut? Tikhtiv, Vishidla, 
Mechila is to do things uh, quickly. And Mekaper. Mekaper is cleanliness. So Kila Mekaper. Nikiyut Mebiali De Tahara. Tiktiv. Mechiper Alea Kohen. That's Nikiyut. And I was under the Pasuk say Betahira. And you become Tahor. Tara Mebiali De Kedusha. Tiktiv Betiharo. Mekedesho. Kedusha Mebiali De Alava. Tiktiv Kihuama Ram Benisan Shokhen Ahad. Mekadosh Shemo Marom. Mekadosh Eskon. Beed Daka. Ushfadruwan, <laughs> The Hasidecha. The God speaks to the Hasidecha. That's Ruach Hakodesh. Ruach Hakodesh may be all in the Hayatametim. I will give you my spirit, which is Ruach Hakodesh, and you will have the ability to resurrect. And that's after Tariyat Amitim. So therefore, we should be our Nabi. Now, a quick overview of the entire book of Misla Isharim will be given right now. What is the Hirut? What is the Rizut? What is the Kiyut? Explain, explain one at a time. So Zehirut is the first item, he says. Actually, it's Torah Mivyali De Zehirut. That's how it starts in the Babis. Torah brings you to Zehirut. Kilomar. Are you the Esikat Torah? By studying the Torah, and you see exactly what's demanded from you. So then already, it brings you to Zehirut. What does Zehirut mean? Awareness. Mazer Zehirut. You start to analyze your ways. Listen, if you're not studying Torah, then you, there's no reason to be aware of anything. You're not aware of it, you're doing anything wrong. So first, you have to come to Shi'ud. And you have to study Halakha. Then all of a sudden, you're able to check your deeds through the prism of Halakha. Am I doing it? Am I not doing it? So, Torah is the standard. First, you to learn. Learning is supposed to bring you now to introspection, which is Zehirut. When you start to analyze your ways. Basically, Zehirut is on the Lotases. Am I doing anything wrong? And Zehirut, then we'll bring you to Zehirut, which is really on the Mitzvot Aser. Zehirut is to keep away Surmera. And Zehirut is Asetov. Meaning, on the good deeds, do them. Run after them with alacrity, with diligence, and so on and so forth. So that's, Zehirut brings you to Zehirut. Now, once you get to Zehirut, that brings you to Nekiyut. What is Nikiyut? I'm not making any sense. Okay, but now, maybe there's some, a little uh, shimits, a little uh, 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 remnant, or a little uh, dust of the sin that's over there, like they say, you know, Avakla uh, or something, a white lie. Yeah? So I'm not making the major sins. The guy's not eating tarif, that he got rid of already in Zehirut. But, I wants to fine tune it to make sure it's like they would say uh, uh, squeaky clean over there. Uh, the, maybe sins that are not so famous, you know. Maybe he's not, he got rid of the major ones. He's not Obed Abu anymore. He's not Nachal Shabbat anymore. Maybe certain Abedot also that are not so people are dash ba kebab and they're not careful. Of, that's the kiyut over there. And then the kiyut brings you to pirishut. What is pirishut? 
that's already forbidding things on him that are permissible. Uh, the Nazir is not allowed to drink wine. Okay, we know that. But then he accepts upon himself not to walk through a, uh, a vineyard. Where does it say that? It doesn't say that you can't walk through a vineyard if you're a Nazir. Pirishut, uh, he wants to want to make uh, fences for himself. And then Pirishut, and now, we're going to see later on, there's Hasidut. What's the difference between Pirishut and Hasidut? It's the same difference between Zirut and Zirizut. Pirishut is making fences on the Lotases, and Hasidut is doing more in the Mitzvot Hasid than you're obligated to do according to Halakha. So one is in the Lotase, and one is in the Hasid. Understand? Now, Pirishut brings you to Tahara. What's Tahara? That's it, Mikveh. Which really means that even on the permissible things that you have to do in life, you've got to eat. No matter what you're going to do, you got to sleep, you got to eat. There's certain bodily functions that have to be done. But now he starts to purify even the things that are permissible that he does wrong in the Shem Shammai. And he takes only the minimum that he needs to exist without uh, taking extra for his personal anah. That's already a level of ta'ala. And ta'ala brings hasidut. That's already doing more than the law requires. Anaka says mutah. And by the way, he jumps to the Yesh Mahmidim always. Oh, there's an opinion out there. Or something that's not written in the Halakha. But he says, you know, Bode Olam want to be happy with this. Even though he says, well, it's not written anywhere. But it's Hasid. Of course, Hasid has to be done properly. Otherwise, he talks about being Hasid Shoteh. Where you could just go crazy with Hasidut. And many people, they start with Hasidut. But they didn't get to Zirut and Zirizut and uh, all these other, other levels. You can't skip steps. This is a ladder that has to, uh, you have to earn your Hasidut. After Hasidut, what does it say? Mibani de Anaba. Anaba is with all my accomplishments and all these things that I'm doing. Mani Mahayai. I'm still falling short of my responsibilities. Never, he's never satisfied. He's never complacent. Anaba brings to Yiratchet. Wow. You would say Yiratchet. <laughs> that would be chapter 1 because this guy already is holding by uh, uh, the highest levels and now he's going to work on Yerat Chet so Mr. Shalim said no no we're not talking about Yerat that's juvenile uh, you know, ah, I'm scared that you're going to get punished uh, if, if I do this I'm going to lose my panasa. Uh, I'm going to have bad luck uh, that's Yerat Ha'onish he's talking about now higher level called Yerat Ha'onish that your fear is coming not because you're worried about punishment but uh, the awesomeness of Hashem how can I go against Bore Olam, who's such a great, uh, you know, creator, and all the great things he does? That's a high level. What's Kedusha? So Kedusha, the Mishnah Shirim talks about, is a gift from God. That all of a sudden, Bore Olam will bring down on the person uh, a certain He'ala of holiness that brings them to, uh, to the higher levels, which is a gift, he says. You have to work for it. But then eventually Bore Olam just sublimes the person to higher levels. And then Kiddushah brings the person to the Waha Kodesh, and already he start getting, you know, transmission. And the Waha Kodesh brings them to Hayat Tamitin, where basically if you use the book properly, you go to the cemetery, and you can tell the Metin, uh, um, you know, get up. And, uh, and it works. 
And then, of course, Sarat Amitim is the precursor to Eliyahu. But he doesn't, he doesn't have a chapter on Eliyahu Nabi, uh, the rabbi. He ends it up with that, uh, brings it to Sarat Amitim. Now, finish the chapter of uh, Shekhanim. So that's it. You finish Mishnah Isharim. Adran Alach, Sefer Mishnah Isharim, Bekitsur. That's it. The 25th chapter was the chapter that we mentioned from Yaakov Adas, Chem Yaakov, that says it's a Sigula for Shinduchim. And his opinion, that is the most effective Sigula that he has ever heard of. We never heard of it before. He says the best thing we have. Tana b'shem nebi meir. Call me. Listen to this. Call me shekavua be'eris Yisrael. Guy who's in Israel. Umedaber belashon hakodesh. And he speaks Hebrew. Let's get to talk to the yeshivas. Ve'ochel perotav betara. And he eats his fruit. Betara. Ve'kore kriyat shema b'boker u'ba'erif. And he reads Kiryat Shema in the morning and the evening. Yehem Mevusar Sheben Olam Abahu. That's it. Got the recipe for Olam Abahu. Number one, Kavu Abayel is Israel. Vechiper Admato Amo. Living in Israel, living in Israel itself is a kapara. It's a kapara for the metin, kalahomer for the for the living. Medaber belashon hakodesh. That's metaken the ruach. Person is made up of datzhan. Domeim tzomeya haim medaber. The ruach is from the speech. That's where we speak from. The guy's full of hare. So when you metakin the ruach by speaking in Lashon Kodesh, that's a tikkun ruach. I guess tikkun Erisusa would be tikkun afar. Because Erisusa is the land. So you make tikkun afar by living in Israel. And tikkun ruach you make by uh, living, talking in Lashon Kodesh. And then you have ochem perotam betara. That's a tikkun of what? That's mayim. Where did the perot come from? From the mayim. So you make tikkun uh, amayim. And then, Kuleikriyat Shema Baboker Uba'erev. Could be that's Ish. Uh, it's coming from the Neshama. The Kriyat Shema, which is fire. Then, Hashem Neshmat Adam. And therefore, you, you metaken the four elements of the person. The Ish to the Kriyat Shema Baboker Uba'erev. And the Ruah from the Dibur Lashon HaKodesh. And the Afar from living in Erisus. Uh, and the Mayim from eating the Perot Betara. Finished. Once again, it's the Datsham in order. I think that's where Taklin Hatim explains it. Look at the list, Taklin Hatim. Kiryat Shema Vokar Ma'erev. Negit Tikkun HaNeshama. Okay, fine. Shehu Me'advan Deol. I don't know how to correct Kiryat Shema Vokar Ma'erev. Nagitabo. Begam Kiryat Shema Musar Moser Miyachan Nishmato. Umetakir Kiryat Shema Vokar Ma'erev. By doing these four things, you fix all four parts of the person. Guf, benefesh, ruh, neshama, neged, datsham. Datsham is domem, tzomeyah, hai, betaber. Ze amra. Ze amra. Those are the four elements of a person. Esh, maim, again. Esh, maim, ruh, hafar. That's Amra. So basically, these four items over there, I'm going to take in the four, uh, the four items. And then what? Last one. Yeah, this You're fixing every element of the person by doing these things over there. And then that's it. Yeah, your perfect person. Olam Abba is the person's uh, fate. Hadran, Anach, Perek, Mishloshah, Perek,